When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The big girls love that. Chicks love the last shot opportunity. Somebody give me a napkin so I can wipe my mouth. You know, uh, Bob Ryan and uh, Jeff Goodman had a, a very special guest on uh, recently, their latest podcast episode. It was uh, Brad Stevens, head coach Brad Stevens. Of course, he couldn't say too much about the free agents, had a, a lot to say about the, uh, the the rookies that were drafted, which we'll, we'll get into in a little bit. But what I wanted to bring up was the fact that, of course, Kemba Walker's name came up. And he's saying that it's a good chance that he's not going to be 100% for the start of the regular season. You know, a good chance that he'll be limited. Uh, how concerned are you when it comes to Kemba? I'm concerned coming from one year to the next year because your knees don't get better. They normally get worse. Especially after a short offseason. As you right? go in the short offseason. Right. So they don't get better. So that would really concern me about him. Because the thing that we've known for all these years, we're like, oh, my God. He's, he, when he was in Charlotte. He was an Iron Man. He was an Iron Man, right? He missing like he three. Missed he, the game. he played like eight, nine years there. Missed like three. He missed maybe ten games. Well, that's, that's, what, that's what scares me, Max. So yeah, so I, I understand. You know, I a lot understand. of miles on there. I understand it's that. It's not a hoopty, but I, it's, there's miles I, on I there. I understand that, but that's why maybe Teague is a Teague is a real good pickup for you. I like Teague. Uh, I hate the fact that you don't have Wanamaker. I like Brad Wanamaker was just he, he was just solid. Solid, yeah. He's just solid. You know, he wasn't going he, he wasn't yeah. gonna hurt you at all when he got in the game. Exactly. Like he, right. Things are gonna go well and it, it do I've heard that he might go to Golden State. Golden State either. signed him. Oh, oh, they agreed. They agreed. Okay. Yeah. Okay. They agreed good, to terms. Good place for him and his family. I, I, I've always liked. I Greg. knew he'd end up somewhere. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah he showcased yeah. himself. Yeah. He show, yeah. He made. He and I've told that to young kids in this league. I had a friend one time who was trying. He was um, Chad Kinch. And I played with him in college, and uh, it was just unfortunate what happened. He was a great player in college. Came from my school. And got drafted. He was going to get drafted early, but then he had a lot of problems his senior year. And then I ended up finding it was drug related and all that. And I remember we were in Cleveland and he played with the Cavaliers and he picked me up after a game one day and he took me to the project Mm. and left me in the car for about 40 minutes. Oh, shit. Forty minutes. I was like, oh no, man! You, what do you, what do you say? Rookie year, dog. I'll be right back. Yeah, yeah. I'll be right. I'll be right back, man. I'll be right back. I'm just, I'm just running here real quick. Real quick. Yeah. That dude came out real about quick, forty five yeah, minutes, man. I was so pissed, pissed at him because I told him I said, you just dude, sat there for the, well, what, what else was going to do? Right? My car. I was in the project. You didn't go for a walk? No, I was in the go car. Sightseeing? And then it's like, and, and, and what pissed me off about it is then I told him about it. I said, when he got back in the car, I said, you have to get in a position in this league where you have to show tape, showcase your talents. Mm-hmm. You have to let people know that you can play. His rookie year, he barely played. So nobody, NBA, you you haven't shown the skill set. Right. Like, 
Brad Wanamaker showed a skill set this year. Mm-hmm. He got a chance to show more of himself. So that's why Golden State said, yo, we'll take him. Yeah. And now with Clay out, that's going to be a pretty good situation for him. I think not only because of the bubble, because he was balling out way before the bubble, mm-hmm. but I think the bubble put you on a different plateau where I felt like people were really watching games. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he played well. He, he played he well played, throughout. He played yeah. well. Yeah. He's hitting big shots. He's making steals. Yeah, he play, he played really well, so... All right, let's talk about these rookies. Uh, what, what, what are we thinking here, Max? I, I'm, I'm liking Aaron Neesmith. I hear nothing but good things about Pritchard. Um, let's start with Neesmith, I guess. Sharp shooter. Yeah, sharp shooter. Shot over 50% last year. He was injured, but he managed to knock down 63-pointers yeah. in his sophomore year well, in 14 games. Well, we're talking to – and now let's, let's talk about something else, the fact that the three-point line isn't as far in – college mm. uh, as it is in the pros. That's a good point. Uh, so, you know, that changes perspective. One foot away, uh, uh, two feet away, changes your shooting percentage. But what I hear from Dan is he's one of the best shooters, saying he could probably outshoot any guy on our team, on the Celtics team. So that that's a good one. Pritchard, I'm a little bit more concerned because of his size. Mm-hmm. Payne Pritchard, yeah, yeah. Comes, he's out of Oregon. Um, tough kid, tough kid. Four year, Perk loves four him. Four years, uh, yeah. Kendrick Perkins was raving about yeah, him the well, day of the, the, well, the night I know of the draft. He would say he's a tough kid, but you got to still look at his size. Yeah, he, you know, he reminds me of T.J. McConnell. Yeah, who, who played, who played for Philly yeah. was more just a piss. Wasn't like he was gonna kick, but T.J. McConnell was in yeah. the right place, getting the rebound, knock down the jump high shot, IQ. make a steal, yeah, high read, IQ. Read the floor. He, he yeah, gave, yeah, yeah. oh man, he gave Terry Rozier fits. Yeah, he did. He, he did. gave Terry Rozier fits. Yeah. I mean, he up on. Oh him, man, that series in Philly, he, he didn't play well in Philly. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Terry couldn't play well in Philly yeah. that series. Yeah, yeah. Because and, and that's what I look at Pritchard as, as being. But then I look at some of the other Celtic players out there. What are we thinking about? Yeah, Romeo is going to be out for a while because of a, a lead, but are we thinking anybody else could be, you know, one of those things where you're going, you know, we, we think about point guards or, you know, I, I, I know that um, Williams is going to be good. Mm-hmm. I like it. Grant Williams, I think he's going to be a solid pro for a long time, but he's so undersized at different positions. Yeah. Will he find a natural position this year? Four shouldn't be his natural position. Well, if you three think he, should be his natural if you position. Think he's undersized. I don't, I don't want to talk to you about Traymond Waters. I, I like the. Well, that's like, what. That's a, that, but that's what I'm saying. He's is really Trey, undersized. Is Traymond Waters? Is he? Him and Pritchard. That's going to be a dogfight. Yeah, yeah. They're fighting. They're fighting about that last spot. That's yeah. going to be a dogfight because yeah. Traymond Waters is he's slick. He is slick. He can mm-hmm. play the game at a high level. I think the outside, the outside touch between the two might be the deal breaker. You know. Yeah, Pritchard. Who can be more solid from behind the arc, I think. Maybe. That might be true. And Pritchard does look like he's a little bit. And, yeah, he's just going to be gutty. He's just, he yeah. looks like he's just going to be uh, scratching and clawing yeah. for everything he got. Whereas you look at Tremont as he is more, he's more smooth. Right. He's more like herky jerky, right. gets you up, look, crossover I love dribble. It. I love yeah, it. Yeah, he, he I love his style. He has a lot of style, but then he's got like, like swag to it, some pizzazz to, but, his, to but his dribble. But both those guys are going to have to, but the thing about it, you have to defend. And then his size, well, I saw this picture about 6'1. Yeah, 6'1, 6'2. 6'1, and you already got Kimba at 6'1. Mm-hmm. So what do you do with a 6'1 point guard? What mm-hmm. do you do? Post him up? Especially think, if uh, Ben Simmons is on you. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I think it's I think it, it's some stuff that's going to be tough. Yeah. 
No, no question. Um, I just one thing to point out too. Also, I think it's really interesting. The NBA has modified the rules for the G League. So you know the the two way contract. You can have two of those guys. Of course, Taco and Traymond had it last year. This year, because they're not even sure if there's going to be a G League season, NBA teams are permitted to have two uh, two of those two way guys can could be active for fifty games. So that's almost the entire season, Max. So you can get a lot of reps in with those guys. Either one, because in my opinion, one of those guys is going to go back on a two-way, whether it's Pritchard or Waters. Of course, looking way ahead here, if I had to, you know, call it, I think those two will be fighting for that spot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I agree. I agree. Taco I, probably back on a two-way. And, and I think that the prob- Pritchard is going to probably get a little bit of an edge with his ability to shoot the basketball from the outside. I The thing I, I worry about him is I'm, I'm looking, he doesn't have, he didn't look like he had great foot speed or great handle mm-hmm. you know he had to he he scratched and clawed for everything he got yeah, that's true. and you're going to do that even more so when you are now in the NBA against quicker faster stronger smarter guys especially no summer league all those months of practice of you know taking advantage of the practice facility yeah all out the window. You you have to yeah, use the next training. month as training camp. Training camp it. is next week. So somebody's <laughs> saying right after Thanksgiving, let's go to work. It's like when I used to, you know, get back to bas- high school ball right after Thanksgiving. But no, these guys have literally about a week and a half or so preseason, and that's it, man. They're going right into it. And people wonder, so so why did they do that? Why didn't they wait until after Martin Luther King's day? It was about the money. Of course. Because of the course. NBA said, well, if you play after Martin Luther King's Day, you can play about maybe 60 games. Okay, let's take some of that salary away. Mm-hmm. And some of these primetime players are going, oh, no, no. We let's gotta, not do that. No, right. let's do that. Let's, let's <laughs> go out. So we'll get a chance to see, you know. But they're doing, but supposedly we, we haven't seen, which is, again, weird. We haven't seen the schedule yet. Mm. There's no schedule. And you're less right now. You're less than a month away, and you haven't seen the schedule yet. But what you hear is that the teams now are going to essentially work. They're going to make sure that all the teams travel wise are going to try to play not the second night of a back to back, but they're going to try right. to play like you know more so division teams around yeah. some of the teams you're going to miss to this limit year. Travel. You won't even see some of those teams you might play out right. west. But I, I, it's it's just going to be really weird. You think about okay, the bubble was cool, bubble was cool, but isn't wouldn't it be weird to go into the to the uh, Staples Center and have no fans there? Yeah. Yeah. Wouldn't that be weird? That would be weird. Yeah. Wouldn't that just be? Just, wouldn't that just be? I think that's when you'll start hearing the awkward. You know, that everyone expected is going to sound like at first. You know, because then you would hear like the echo and the squeaking more. Yeah, I, feel like I mean, would... you're talking. You're talking. You know, a place like that that's holding twenty thousand, right? Or Chicago Stadium. Yeah. You know, twenty thousand. Your voice is going to echo a bit. Yeah, I mean, I'm just, <laughs> I'm, I'm just again, I'm trying to find out how. You know, as a broadcaster, we're going to do it. Yeah, it's going to be just as interesting. Or I, I would. We still haven't heard, but I assume that we're we're going to be doing all the games, but we're going to be doing all the home games here in Boston. So I assume that we're going to be in the stands. I assume, but I know that the away games we're going to be in the studio someplace mm-hmm. in Boston. So we won't see any of these road teams playing in any of those places. So bye bye, bye Oklahoma City. 
Bye bye, Milwaukee. Have a good time. You're gonna, you know. you gonna miss that hotel. Oh, you're gonna miss uh, that creepy hotel. Yeah, miss that creepy hotel. And oh, I miss all that fun we had in Milwaukee when I was having lunch with you. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, that place. Yeah, <laughs> at least the wings were good. Yeah, okay. This episode of Cedric Maxwell Podcast is brought to you by Masterclass. Right now, when you head to masterclass.com/slash/clns, you get an annual membership, and they'll give you one for free just for listening to this podcast. You don't want to miss out on this opportunity. No, you don't really. I mean, Masterclass. You are learning so many things and exactly what they're saying. Master class, master teachers could be somebody. If you have a poor golf swing, could be somebody teaching you who is a great golfer, teaching you about golf. Absolutely. It is endless opportunities. And one of the classes that they offer is uh, TV writing. And it's taught by Shonda Rhimes, the mastermind behind one of the greatest TV shows put together, Grey's Anatomy. Bunch of other movies. Her credentials are endless. And right now, if you head over to masterclass.com slash CLNS, you can get a free membership, an annual membership, and sign up for her class or a dozen others. Yeah, dozens. All kind of things that you want to do in your life. You want to be a great cook? You might have a chef that would be up there who would be teaching you how to cook maybe your Thanksgiving meal, there which is coming up. There you go. That you get in this master class and they show you how to brime a turkey or do whatever people do with <laughs> a turkey. Whatever side you like, they got yeah, you. Right? Yeah, so, so, so they, as you like to say, they got you. Exactly. They got you. Explore at your own pace with over 90 classes that range from world-class instructors. Right now, head over to masterclass.com slash CLNS. That's masterclass.com slash CLNS. Yeah, this is going to be, it's the, the year really is going to be defined in a crazy way for the NBA. And I think you look at the teams, you look at the movement, you know, it's Harden going any place. Look what Brooklyn is doing. What do you think at all? If, if Harden, will you think Harden might move? I think it might happen. You do? I do, yeah. But I don't think it'll happen right now because if you're Houston, what's the rush? Yeah, Houston, what's the rush? You almost have the luxury of this quick off season. Houston has where them for, you, you can just say, "Hey, hey, James, we gotta get back to work." You know, we'll, we'll figure this out. Houston has them for two more years, but the experiment there has is gone. It's yeah. I mean, you sent D'Antoni away; he's gone, and it looks like Westbrook said, "Look, I don't want to play with Harden anymore." Yeah. And Harden said, I don't want to play here no more. So, and all that small ball they did, they've gotten rid of almost everybody. And, and mm-hmm. frankly, they, they stunk to join up. If you're Houston, you go into it and say, look, guys, let's give this one more crack at it. Midseason, we've seen this story before, right? Maybe not in Houston, but in other places. If they're, you know, doesn't look good, if they're arguing or fighting with each other, one of those guys will get traded. Well, Maybe it's not James. Maybe it's not James, but one of those guys will get well, traded. Well, look at this. You're saying James Harden right now. For to go to Brooklyn with Kyrie and Durant, can you see Kyrie signing off on that? I just can't see him signing off on that. This has J- this has Kevin Durant written all over it, right? It, Why well, would he sign off on that? I don't know. I think that sometimes people want to have superpower teams. I mean, Kyrie already played with one. Yeah, but one, this, is, no, this is personal, he, Max. He played with one and he wasn't happy. This and, is, and, and no. Well, the bigger thing you're saying right now is those guys play with the ball. Two guys play with the ball. Exactly. Kyrie is ball dominant right. and Harden is ball dominant. Right. So what are you going to be doing if you're Kyrie or if you are Durant? Durant can score 20 in his sleep. He, you know, he gets it all. Well, there's that also, but Max, I, Kyrie doesn't want to play third fiddle. He will be the third option. Kyrie's well, like, mm, well, Kyrie's I, I'm going to go with Kyrie's going to have the ball in his hand. 
He's going he's gonna to be the he? guy. He, yeah, he's the guy who's bringing it up. He's the guy on the break. So what, James is spotting up? Harden is spotting up or moving. Or I feel like James has plays. to bring the ball up. I don't think Harden, Kyrie's not a, a, a get on the side and let me come off the pick. And not, no. That's what I'm saying. No, so, so how does it work? I don't know. <laughs> You'd almost have to ask him to be the guy he was when he was the uh, not not uh, Kyrie. You'd almost have to ask Art Harden to be uh, before he was the beer, the, the six man off the bench almost. Not not literally, but you know what I mean. Remember how he used to just step in and just he wasn't well, you know, hogging we, the ball. Well, you know? well I'm gonna tell you what. Well, we'll look at a surprise team. Surprise team, I think right now that everybody's gonna have to watch is gonna have to be Phoenix. No, Phoenix gonna be good. Phoenix, that's gonna be fun too. You to watch, think man. Phoenix and yeah. if you can, if they can stay healthy. And you got Chris Paul there now being a facilitator. Enthusiastic. And you take the ball out of Booker's hand. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, I think and, and Aiden is Aiden is going to be so much better with, with Chris Paul. I feel like months ago, they're probably thinking, yeah, we got enough. We, we can take care of the, the NBA. You look at that NBA Finals, you know Kyrie and Kevin Durant are like, or at least Kevin Durant's thinking to himself, do we got enough to beat these guys? Maybe we need a third one. I don't think Kyrie is excited about that. And I think the reason why James Harden is one, obviously, because, you know, he's not happy in Houston. You know, this would be an easier way. And, and, you know, he could prove himself he's a champion. And two, if I'm Kevin Durant, I'm like, man, I'm going to show Russell Westbrook that I can team up with this dude. We're going to win. I'm going to get you a championship. I've been to the mountaintop. I want you to get there, too. You weren't able to do it with Westbrook. Come with me. I'll show you how it's done. We'll do it in the East Coast. We'll do it our way. Everybody's been saying that the rant, the rant looks really good right now. Everybody's talking about how you know how well he's playing and what he can do, and just like, oh, okay. So he looks like he can easily get out of bed and get twenty. So if the rant's playing that way, man, it's gonna be interesting to see what happens. And like the whole thing is, you talk about Armageddon. When you think about some of these teams, what they did. Look at Atlanta. Atlanta's improved in what they did. And, Charlotte's gotten better. Uh, I didn't see as much. I didn't see that much from Miami. I'm a little surprised they didn't make some kind of well, they, splash. They locked in their guys. Yeah, Dragic. Yeah, they bam. locked in those guys. Yeah. But I'm still surprised they didn't. Crowder do, went to Phoenix. Yeah, I'm surprised they didn't do something a little different. If Crowder goes to Phoenix, and that makes Phoenix that much more dangerous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No question. Uh, Etwan Moore is, is, is uh, heading over, heading that way too. Phoenix is going to be a fun team to watch, especially with, with Chris Paul. When you put Chris Paul in there, man, it's going to be, be interesting. Phoenix is going to be a hell of a team to watch. This episode of the Cedric Maxwell Podcast is brought to you by BetOnline.ag. The wait is finally over. Football is back. You might not be at the game this year, but you can still be in on the action at BetOnline.ag. BetOnline is going the extra mile to make sure you can get in on everything imaginable this season. From game spreads and totals to team player and coaching props, BetOnline gives you more options to wager than any other place online. You can get in on the action right now. The season opening bonuses is the best way to start you off. Wagering on win, division, and championship futures today. Head to BetOnline.ag and take advantage of all the great sign-up bonuses. That's BetOnline.ag. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. But what about what about this Achilles injury? So you 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 buying the hype a bit with this Kevin Durant? You know that he's that he's going to be back to his normal well, springy well, self. Well, the thing about it, he's a seven footer, and he did, he's not a guy that jumped over you. He would beat you with some quickness, but he was long enough just to shoot over you most of the time. And his handle, you know, way he handled the basketball, he always got separation. He get that fallaway jump shot. I was more like just in, in shock with uh, 
seeing that what happened to Clay Thompson, though. Oh, man, that was devastating. Just the fact that, you know, man. here's a guy who worked his butt off to come back. And I guess it was he just working out? Yeah, he was working out. I mean, people forget these guys are back in the gym already, you know? So working he was out, working out man. with his team, working out with the Warriors. And it's, it's too bad because I, I, I think I, I was looking forward to his, his emphatic comeback. I thought that he was going to, in some way, sort of outshine. Uh, Steph in a, in a, in a, in a way. You well, know? if you have well, if you had Steph and then the pick that they got in Wiseman, man, that, that was. And then they, they, you know, they got a couple of sleepers over there. You know, with, with with guys that can maybe get it done. I thought they were going to be a team. You know, uh, that Wiggins being there, they, yeah. they're a team that was going to be exciting about seeing them and how they matched up. You know, and their bigs didn't match up well, but. When it comes to shooting, there's not a better shooting team in the NBA. Right. So what do, you, what do you think happens now? I mean, does Wiggins have to step up here? Do they do they have to make another move? No, I don't think they're going to make another move. I think that Wiggins just has to step up. You force him into more of a prime, be a prime role, but he's not. Nobody's clay. Right. Nobody's clay except possibly Steph. That you know, you think about that that 37 points he, he hit in the quarter. Say he dribbled the basketball eight times to get thirty-seven. Wow, that's crazy! That's insane! That's crazy! You know, it was interesting when that news dropped because it was right before the NBA draft. Everyone's mm-hmm. waiting to see what sort of deal is going to go down. What are they going to do with the number two pick? Did a little party you think that maybe the Celtics are going to come in there and, and try to swing a deal because that Marcus Smart thing sort of reared his mm-hmm. his ugly head again? So I, I didn't. I did an event with Marcus the other day, and we didn't get a chance to talk too much. It was just. Uh, Vistaprint is the new sponsor for the Celtics, and he and I were doing a pep talk for uh, for the organization to the Vistaprint employees. And I was thinking about that with Marcus going, "Wow, Marcus Smart leaving," and I kept saying, "No," because again, he is to me the heart and soul of, of that team. Right? And, uh, you know, when you talk about defense, you're talking about offense, talking about things he's able to do. Dude is on point. Yeah, no question. And well, no keep, question. Just go ahead and eat your soup. <laughs> it's soup, soup that I made for you now. That was the shortest answer you ever got. <laughs> like, damn, Max, keep going. That's why I gave you a short answer. <laughs> I look over, you staring at me. I'm like, go, well, keep going, man. You know. Well, I, I just think again, this whole league, the, the way it's set up now is uh, it's just a lot of interest when it when it comes to it. Uh, you know, with LeBron, can they repeat? You know, uh, Schroeder mm. going now. Where's Rondo going to end up at? Yeah, that's a good he pickup. turned down the money from the Clippers. Yeah. Where will Rondo end up? Uh, is he going to, you know, he, he really set himself apart from, you know, a lot of the point guards in the league now. And that's the thing about the league. They, they cash you out. He did it. He was perfect for them. Now, Schroeder, Schroeder is he, Schroeder's more of a scorer. Whereas Rondo was more of a setup guy, and I think they need more of a setup guy mm-hmm. than they need a score. But uh, you know, obviously, Schroeder comes in; it's going to be interesting to see what happens. What do you think his relationship was like with LeBron James? And I'm not trying to get controversial here, but something always always felt there was a mutual respect, but there was almost like a I don't know, like LeBron was going to give him way too much credit, or wasn't going to say, yeah, you know, Ray John really helped us. No, he was he was on board with Rondo. I I, I think he was. You could hear him talking about Rondo, how he set him up, and for me, it helped it helped LeBron out because it took the ball out of his hands, and he didn't always have to be the playmaker. 
Mm. Like when Rondo was in, he was the playmaker, and, and that means that LeBron was roaming. He right. didn't have to set up Anthony Davis. He could go get in the spot. He didn't have to use his energy to bring the ball up. Rondo was that guy. So, I mean, the, the perfect comp- complementary player for Anthony Davis and LeBron uh, would have been Rajon Rondo. Yeah. Now we'll see if the formula changes by getting Schroeder. You think he just wanted maybe he wanted more money, or maybe they just wanted, I, maybe he, they just want an upgrade. Maybe I, don't know. I mean I don't, I don't know. I don't like. Well, he wants to get paid. You know, you win yeah. the championship, you want to get paid. Of but course. but I want to see now what's going to happen with uh, how the Clippers are they going to bounce back? Yeah, by good. losing Doc Rivers, Montreal Harrell is gone. Do you hear the recent reports surrounding uh, Lou Williams? Well, I haven't heard anything. Uh, they, it's a report saying that they uh, they could be going their se- separate ways. Uh, in light of what happened last well, year, I can see that. Yeah, I can Lou, see that. Lou might be ready to move on. You're saying I can see that, yeah. but he's still one. He's still a prime time scorer. Oh, no for, question for anybody yeah. who who would come in. Lou Williams comes in. He can he can give you twenty in a in a heartbeat. So um, you know who else is interesting too? Because he's he's out there. No one's really said much about where he might go. Uh, Marcus Morris. Marcus Morris, the more I hear about him, they say he's going back to the Lakers. He's, he's going to st- Wait, wait, no, his brother's with the Lakers. You're talking about the Clippers. Oh, oh, oh Clippers. you're talking yeah, about yeah. his brother. Yeah, Marquise. Oh, Marquise. Yeah. saying he's. they're saying he's going back. To me, maybe he's deciding between playing with his brother or playing with the Clippers. I don't know, but I don't, I'm not quite quite sure where he's, where he's going to end yeah, up. It would be interesting to see where he goes because he. Imagine he, he go play with his brother. That'd be pretty he, cool. He can, he can help a team out because he, I thought he was. His brother passed him offensively. But he's still the better defender mm. uh, when it comes to banging guys around. I still remember, you know, when um, oh, Al Horford, Al oh, Horford, yeah. he said tripped him or whatever happened, and he wasn't he put to come back and play. He hobbled out there on the first play of the game and and whacked Al. He's like, no, nah, no, nah, don't worry about that. Don't worry about it. you. You you hit me. Okay, we got you. I, I got, got you on that. Got you. <laughs> Yeah, he hit Luca too bad. He crossed the line on that one, but yeah, mm. people talk about that a lot because that's the recent one. But yeah, he's a scrapper, man. I, I, well, I'm will this year him. be? Will this year be Luca's year? It could be. It could, they, be, could be the MVP saying, season. But they're saying Christoph uh, Porzingis is not going to be ready at the beginning of the year. He just had yeah. an operation. Yeah, see, that's the thing, man. A lot of these teams are going to be at a disadvantage because of this quick turnaround. Yeah, man. yeah, exactly. Because the guys' bodies. This is an odd tear your body up year, and mm-hmm. I wouldn't be surprised you got more guys injured this year because you said of the turnaround and because of the just the layoff. Yeah, that's true, and I can't help but wonder which which uh, rookie is going to get screwed out of this. Yeah, when you since you're talking about twenty, they need those reps, you know. Yeah, but you're talking about twenty twenty games, man. Mm-hmm. I mean twenty, not twenty games, but two months essentially from the last time. The Lakers probably won it. Right. Yeah. Two months, but then now. think about these college guys, man. These guys haven't been playing competitive ball since February. If you haven't been playing competitive, that's your fault. Well, you know what I mean. If you haven't been out working in the gym. You know what working I mean. You know, like official, stuff. you know, I guess you can pick up his pick. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, but you have, if, you ain't playing, if you ain't playing ball every day and you about to come in the NBA, then there's a problem. <laughs> that's true. There, there are some issues right now. And for those players who were G League bound... Forget it, you know. Well, let's see what no happens. G-League. Like I said, if there's a G League, if there isn't, I mean, does Taco, is he going to be with you the whole time? Right. But again, the, the, what I keep saying is this year is going to be a mulligan. Mm-hmm. Because nobody, who's going to be excited about Taco coming in the game now? 
But the, the camera's gonna be flashing. Somebody that no, ain't nobody here. <laughs> it's just gonna be the game's over. It's game, it's game, it's whatever. Game's, if Taco keep, comes in, the game's keep, over. Keep, keep it moving. <laughs> keep it moving. So no.